Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. To subscribe to the podcast, visit burningdogradio.com and click on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. One after another, the Apostle Paul was appearing before the powers that be. First there was Felix, the governor, then Festus, the governor, after two years, and then finally, he being threatened to be sent back to Jerusalem, where this whole fiasco began, he appeals to Caesar. As we mentioned the last time we were together, this is the right of any uh, Roman citizen to appeal their case before Caesar on a capital offense. And once that appeal is made, nothing could stop it, and he was safe from those who were trying to kill him. Now, at this point, Nero was the Caesar. And this is approximately 61 AD. And no matter what you've heard, Nero was actually, at this point in time, a rather well-respected leader. Now, he would, in a few years... Uh, be the Nero who famously unraveled and would move to administer his rule with famous cruelty and erratic behavior. That'd be around 64 AD. Some through the years have wondered perhaps if it was Paul himself who ultimately played a part in Nero's famous meltdown. Certainly the timing was consistent with Paul's visit to him. Perhaps Paul's preaching actually drove him to his madness or or maybe even satanic possession in his rejection of Jesus Christ. We'll never know this for sure in this life, but certainly anything can occur uh, on that field of battle. Now, Paul's appeal to Caesar was the out that the governor Festus was looking for. After all, he had already found himself in a bit of fix trying to please everybody on all sides. He had nothing for which to charge Paul, or, or to keep him locked up. But he also didn't want to release him for the sake of the Jewish power brokers. But this request by Paul released Festus from any responsibility that he held. So verse 13 of chapter 25, we read, Now when some days had passed, King Agrippa and Bernice arrived at Caesarea and greeted Festus. <laughs> now you got to know, this is a truly crazy duo. Agrippa, you see, was the son of Herod Agrippa I, uh, the Agrippa who murdered James and had imprisoned Peter back in Acts 12. This Herod's uncle was the Herod who was responsible for beheading John the Baptist. And then, you know, grandfather Herod, he was the one that had all the young boys murdered in his attempt to root out the newborn King Jesus. Now, the whole Herod family was certifiably mad. Bernice, Herod Agrippa's sister, has been remembered throughout all of history as a rather striking beauty. She had previously been married to her uncle until his death and was now living with her brother in a relationship that was widely rumored to be incestuous. She later left him for another pagan king, then deserted him and finally became the mistress of both the Roman Emperor Vespasian and his son Titus, the one who would later destroy Jerusalem in A.D. 70. Reading on in verse 14, it says, As he stayed there many days, Festus laid Paul's case before the king, saying, There is a certain man 
left a prisoner by Felix, about whom, when I was in Jerusalem, the chief priests and the elders of the Jews informed me, asking for a sentence against him. I answered them that it is not the custom of the Romans to give up any man to destruction before the accused has met the accuser face to face and has had opportunity to make his defense concerning the matter laid against him. Verse 17. When therefore they had come together here, I didn't delay, but on the next day sat in the judgment seat and commanded the man to be brought. When the accuser stood up, they brought no charges against him of such things as I had supposed, but had certain questions concerning him about their own religion and about one Jesus who was dead and whom Paul affirmed to be alive. Being perplexed how to inquire concerning these things, I asked whether he was willing to go to Jerusalem and there be judged concerning these matters. But when Paul had appealed uh, to be kept for the decision of the emperor, I commanded him to be kept until I could send him to Caesar. Agrippa said to Festus, I also would like to hear this man myself. Tomorrow, he said, you shall hear him. Now note in that passage where it says, Jesus who was dead, whom Paul affirmed to be alive. I find that interesting because this was a point that Paul must have actually drove home with this Festus because it was actually that which Festus would remember in all the stuff that he had been told. No doubt such information was the very stumbling stone on which Festus stumbled. This fact still has a similar effect upon mankind today. It's either the good news of salvation for a man or simply a ludicrous assertion for which no credence is given. Sometimes, well, sometimes they're even fighting words. But no one, even today, stands without opinion on that pivotal point. That was a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. For more information on Tim Dodson or Believer City Church, go to believerstogether.com.